Today's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcasting Network. For more episodes like this, check out BREELnetwork.com. Welcome to 4E Distraction. I am one of your hosts. My name is Adam. Sitting across from me as always, Trump hater slash <laughs> Trump supporter, I'm not Scott Malenke. Wait, what? Well, you advertise more than anybody else I know. So. First of all, I never ever want to be referred to as a Trump supporter because that's just completely false. Second of all, I don't hate anybody. I you, don't hate. you just hate hate. Hate hate. He hates. And I so run. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome to For Your Distraction. We it's are good to be back. back. It's yes. good to be back. Put another one in the books. Put another one in the books. Yes. We're like really getting up there in like our episode numbers. Like every now and then you gotta go back to the list and be like, what episode are we on? Holy shit. And we didn't even count the special episodes we've done. So just going off of, like, regular episodes, God, I lost track. We're, like, damn near up to, like, 80 or something like that. Shit. And all you motherfuckers out there thought we wouldn't last. Well, who's We showed now? you! Who's we sh- now? <laughs> Crickets. Oh, so. Let's jump into it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, beer of the show. Beer of the shizzo. Yes, I uh, brought this from our old pals at the Stone Church Pizza House and Brew Pub in Hermitage, Pennsylvania. <coughs> Love the Stone Church. And this is uh, Salome or Salome. Salome, Salome's Dance. I think it's Salome. S- I think it's Salmon. Salmon's Dance. It's Salome's Dance. It's Salome's Dance. So, I'll tell you a little backstory, you, you heathen... Atheist, agnostic person, you. Oh, teach me, Scott. Okay, show me the so, show me the lights. So Stone Church, they like to theme their beers off of the whole church aspect. I wonder know, why they religious. do that. Yes. So, in the Bible, have you ever heard of the Bible? It's a the, book. I, I is it pronounced Bible? I thought it was pronounced Bible. <laughs> okay, making fun of my pronunciation <laughs> problems the last couple episodes. Okay, so in the Bible, the there B- was Bible. this there was this king. And he had a stepdaughter, and her name was Salome or Salome. 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 I think it's Salome. Sure, it's not Salome. There's a a Jimmy Buffett song that talks about it, but sure, it's not Salome. I'm sure it's not that. You'd have some cross, you know, religious issues like Salome. Isn't that like a thing in like another religion? Salome Anananu or something like. Aslamleha. Something like that. I don't know. But anyway, she was a character in the Bible. <clears throat> anyway, Salmon. Yes, Salmon. She did this seductive, like, stripper-esque dance for her stepfather, the king. And was, like, twerking and stuff, like, going all Miley Cyrus on his lap. And uh, <laughs> he was really getting, like, a semi-hard-on for it. And because of this, he says to her, thanks for that. <laughs> really appreciate well, everything you do. Now that video is going to be on Pornhub. But anyway, <laughs> thanks for all that. Let me repay you. I'm the motherfucking king. What would you like? I'll get it for you. I'll get you anything. It's good to be the king. <laughs> good to be the king. What do you think the bitch asked for, right? His, his head? She asked for the head of John of his the Baptist. Dick. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Never mind. <laughs> Just the tip. Just the Just tip. tip, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> John... No, it, John, John the Baptist, yeah. The Baptiste. Yeah. They wanted his she wanted his head on a silver platter. Severed. Decapitated. So what's the king do? Uh, yeah, you, my stepdaughter's got some big tits. Of course. Dick's, I'll, I'll, you know, Dick's gotta get wet somehow. So, so. he did. He so <clears throat> And that was just a strip tease. Imagine if he went she went all dude, the way. Well, she could have had the whole well, fucking if she, kingdom. If she would let him get it in, I mean, she, damn. The whole fucking kingdom. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. She is what we call an underachiever. <laughs> so, the beer is named after her in her dance that she put on for... Now, I wonder... People would be like, oh, this is a good gear. What's it called? 
Slums Dance. Is that what that's what it's called, right? Slums Dance? Yeah. <laughs> Slums Dance. Okay, oh, well, yeah, that's really cool. You know, I wonder what the history is behind that. You know, what's the story about it? But like, here's a passage. Have fun. Well, and if people read it, be like, I don't want this beer anymore. Yeah, but I had a relative who used to work in one of those uh, <clears throat> cologne, perfume boutiques, like the center of the mall or such like that. Yeah. It was at the outlets. But, and she would always tell me stories that there was this perfume and she would have customers come in. Usually it was dads um, buying my 17-year-old daughter some perfume for Christmas. But I don't know what kind to get her. What, what, so they're like, okay, I'll let you smell this. And they let him smell like, wow, that smells amazing. I think I'll get that for her. What's it called? Oh, this is called our Paris Hilton fragrance. Never mind. I'm not buying that horror smell. <laughs> like, she was telling us stuff like it happened all the time. Like it would be like the Mariah Carey fragrance or um, pick one random female celebrity and chances are she's got a freaking perfume named after yeah. her. And <clears throat> sometimes that can work in your favor. Sometimes in this instance it would work against you. If you're a dad... Going out to buy your 17-year-old daughter perfume. As most dads are, you think you'd go out to buy the smelliest, the worst-smelling perfume you can find to try to deflect the boys off her. You know what I'm saying? Well, you'd be a shite dad if you did something like that. I guess... So what you're saying is you promote as a father uh, the whoring of your daughters. No, I would want to get my kids a good gift. Not a shit gift that I know is going to be a shit gift. What you do is you find something. You find something that smells okay, but you know guys aren't going to be attracted to. So you give it is to be like. Sting? So what you do is you give is it to perfume her. Perfume a deal breaker for you, Adam. <laughs> if you stink, then like, yeah. If, if Salome walks up to you and she wants to suck your dick down like Jolly Rancher, <laughs> and she's all got her gear ready to go off, ready to go, and you're like, well, are, that raises are, a. Are, are, are you were, are you wearing curve? I hate curve. There's a fucking door, bitch. Well, that raises a whole other <laughs> slew of questions. There, it's like, well, if she's willing to just walk up to me, a stranger, and say, "Let me suck your dick," she can't be all that clean to start with. So, am I willing to catch something to do this? I'm talking about it's meant to like re- reflect the boys. So, like, the boys aren't gonna, you know, try to go after her. They're gonna be like, yeah, she's got kind of a smell to her. So, you know, I would. Now, obviously, if she goes up to the boys, be like, "Hey, can I suck your dick in the locker room?" Be like, "All right, like, give me, a, let me plug my nose and let's do this." <laughs> so, there's a difference. I don't know what at the that fuck point, you just said, but at, it was funny. At that point, a whore is a whore, and a whore is a whore. So, game is game. A wise man once told me, "Game is game." <laughs> you can't hit the player; you gotta hate the game. So, Salome's dance. I think I'll go first. All right. Um. It's very sweet. Oh, and the reason they wanted to name it after a figure of moral discontent in the Bible is because it's the Jerusalem Cruiser, only the dark version. So they wanted to name it, like there's a beer, we've had it on the show before, Jerusalem Cruiser. It's kind of a, a wheat beer. And uh, Who thinks of those names, too? That's pretty clever. Like, I wish I, you know what, I worked there for a time being. I wish my job was to just think of names. Well, the brewmaster does that, Adam. Well, you know, I could save the brewmaster a lot more time to brew some beer if you just <laughs> let me think of the names. If he's going to spend all the time and effort and energy brewing the beer, at least he wants to fucking name his own beer. It's like fucking Pablo Picasso comes up to you. My masterpiece is done. Who wants to fucking name it? <laughs> night on the town. <laughs> Starry motherfucking night. No, it's night that's on stupid. Night on the town. Night on the town, bitches. <laughs> Thank you, little Einsteins, for the knowledge on that. Anyway, it is a darker beer. It's kind of like a sweet brown ale. Very sweet. Very sweet. We were yes. drink we were drinking some more hoppy beers earlier, and then we switched to this sweet beer for the beer of the show, and really it makes me want to pucker up. It's very, very sweet. But uh good. <clears throat> Um, I like it. I think I'm gonna give it an even four. Even I'm gonna four, give it a four, which is unique for you. You're you're into the decimals. Yeah, I'm not so gonna it's do really that. Really unique for you. Um, I like it. 
you know, it looks very dark, but it's not a heavy beer. It doesn't really feel like it sits with me, at least. Um, it's very sweet. Uh, pretty light, like I said. Um, take another drink. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a very... It's got an interesting aftertaste, a little bit. Um, it's it's a little plain, but it's good. It's it's very good. Um, I would give Salmonella's Dance a three point five out of five. I think we've said the name of this beer maybe <laughs> ten, twelve times, and neither one of us has the, ever said the same thing twice. You get the, you get the joke? Yes. <laughs> They're trying to make the Salmonella's Dance. Yeah. Shaquanda's dance. It's not as funny if you <laughs> point it out, but yes. I got it. I got it. I, I let you have your moment, but I couldn't just let it let it go. So I locked and loaded that one like yes. two minutes ago. So you, you went all in. You went all in on that. So thanks to the, It's a good beer. It's a good, yes. very good beer. I say give it a try. Thumbs up. Thanks to the Stone Church Brew. What'd you say you gave it? Three point five. Okay. You lost me at Salmonella, so <laughs> as soon as I said Salmon, I was like Huh. Interesting. <laughs> what did he say? So, in the words of the great hip-hop group, the Jurassic Five, what's going on in the wonderful world of entertainment? Woe is me, Adam. Woe is me. Woe is you. I've been watching a lot of Bond movies lately. I've been getting into a little bit of the Bond flicks a little bit lately. You know what I noticed about those movies? They're not great. They're not great movies. They're like classic, so bad they're good movies, if you think about it. And one of the things I noticed, which I don't know why it was so surprising when I noticed it, uh, one of the things I noticed was how much of a womanizer Bond was and how much those movies revolved around male power as opposed to female power. Like, there was one... Fuck, I don't remember which the name. Which one was it? I don't, I don't think it was Doctor No. Oh, that's um, one. That's probably my favorite one. It was the one where no, it was um fuck where uh Bond first met um leader of Spectre. Blofeld. Blofeld. When he first met Blofeld, and there was the whole the ninja army that weren't really ninjas, and remember that he was in he was in like China or Japan or whatever. There was that whole series where there was that whole scenes where Bond was talking to the the leader of the Chinese whatever the Chinese ninjas whatever the fuck you, I don't remember I got Chinese honest, ninjas aren't ninjas Japanese Adam it must be Japan then okay I don't know that's why I'm saying it's either China or Japan all I'm saying is he was talking he was talking to the guy and they were in the middle of getting like a sponge bath in like these nice fancy tubs. And they're being bathed by women, and there was this whole series of conversation where the ja the Japanese guy was saying, you know, here in Japan, men come first, and you know, we know how to treat our men, and this and that other thing, and so you know, you've never had a bath like this. And I'm like, why is this in a Bond movie? Like, this is about a secret agent. I don't need to see him bathed. Like, it was like a whole fucking thing. Yeah. And and throughout those movies, especially Sean Connery. Like when he was playing him, he makes a point to say, even though he sexes up he sexes up the ladies left and right, he makes a point to say, like, I don't do it because I enjoy it. I do it for queen and country and this and that and other thing. And I'm like, oh, says and I'm like you, you, for queen and country, baby. I'm like, like but you enjoy it. Come on. Come on, Bond. Yeah. You there's about remember. there's about twenty minutes of spying going on in that movie, <laughs> and the rest of it is like womanizing and sex yeah. and and just talking down to women. Yeah, th I mean those are the the sixties and seventies, man. <laughs> I can't. I I only watch. I've, tr I've been trying to rewatch some of those movies because I haven't seen them in a long, long, long time, and I can't watch them in my house anymore. Because I was, I started watching it. My mom's like reminiscing, you know, like, oh yeah, I remember when I saw this movie. Like, it was a good movie. And we start watching it, and she realizes how much he womanized him and how downtrodden it is for women. And she's like, I don't want to watch these movies anymore. Like, I didn't realize when I first watched them how bad they were for women, and and how how talked down he was to women. And I'm like, yeah, but they're still good movies, and they're, they're a fun watch, you know. So it's funny you were just watching uh, James Bond, actually. I was watching similar, similar to James Bond, but the American style. Before we move on, I want to ask you one question. Did you okay. see Spectre? Yeah. You saw Spectre? Yeah. What'd you, what did you think of it? It was okay. 
It's okay. It was good. It was definitely fitting in the uh, the Daniel Craig. Okay. Because I, I watched yeah. it for the first time, like all the way through in a uh, couple weeks ago, and I, and I enjoyed it. I thought it was a, it was that was a good fitting for the. Series. I didn't like it as well as Skyfall. I thought Skyfall was incredible. That is. I really... love the actor that played Blofeld. Yeah, he uh, he's such a good actor. I can't remember the dude's name. <clears throat> Look it up. Anyway, you were saying you were what uh, the American James Bond or whatever. Is that what you were talking about? Yes. Yes. I was watching some movies just the other day. You know the author, Tom Clancy? Are you familiar with his work? I'm he does video games too, doesn't he? Well, they, uh, they, I think what it is is they adopt a lot of his books. The Rainbow Six? Yes, into video games is what it is. Uh, like the, I, is, Splinter, is Splinter Cell? That, those, those, did those start his books? I can't. I don't know. I can't. I don't know. I just know there's a lot. Tom Clancy's well known in the video game industry. He's dead now, though. Yeah, I think so. Isn't he? Isn't he dead? That's too bad. Pretty sure he's dead. I'm referring to the character Jack Ryan. Yeah, those movies. So I totally still haven't seen. Still haven't seen a single one of those movies. You haven't seen a single one. Nope. So here's my thought on this, and and there there was a marathon on, so I was watching a lot of them, and, and they're good. It could have been the American James Bond. I feel like the character Jack Ryan was good enough to be the American James Bond. But here's where they missed the mark. James Bond, you had Sean Connery. He was the first one. Christopher Waltz Blofeld. That's oh, the actor uh, that played. That's the actor Django. that played. Yeah, he was in Django and Chain. Yeah, that's the actor that played Blofeld. Okay. Love that guy. Anyway, you were saying he. Um, The actors who played... They're interchangeable. They're, they're not so much interchangeable. The point is, like, think about how many Sean Connery did. <laughs> he did a ton of Bond films before oh, yeah. he finally left. Then you had Roger Moore. He did a bunch. Pierce Brosnan did a bunch. Now Daniel Craig has done a bunch. And you had, like, Timothy Dalton and George Lazenby's. Now they're looking for a new there. actor to do... So the problem with the Tom Clancy films is... They were never able to find their one actor to portray Jack Ryan throughout the course of the films. There's been, I want to say five. I want to say there's been five films. It sounds like that. And there's been four different characters to play Jack Ryan. Didn't, didn't. All right, so Tom Cruise played Jack Ryan. No. I'm thinking of Jack Reacher. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Jack Reacher. Mm. I don't know what that is. That's another series of movies, I think. Okay, so the first film, and I didn't read any of the books, came out in 1990. And it was called The Hunt for Red October. Yes. And actually, Sean Connery's in that film. But the character Jack Ryan is played by Alec Baldwin. I think he does a really good job. I like I liked that film a lot. That's on my list of things to watch on Netflix. Right? I saw it came on Netflix. It's like, I haven't seen it in... Years. The Hunt for Red October. Yes, that's it. So then the second film came out in two years later in 1992. It was called Patriot Games. And Harrison Ford played Jack Ryan. Han Solo himself. Yes. Another Hung good one. Solo. Then, Hung Solo. another two years, the next film comes out in 94. It is Clear and Present Danger. And Harrison Ford, again, plays Jack Ryan. Now they're good. I like all of them, so I shouldn't say. It. Then we don't. Doesn't get... he say like "clear and present danger" in like a really dramatic way in that movie? <laughs> like I feel like that's a joke I've heard. Like there, there's they do like an emphasis on like he says "is a clear and present danger" and he says like really, really like forthright, like almost like he says "this is a clear and present danger" and he looks at the camera and just stares at like you. Know. That was a thing in the '90s when you had like the Stallone and Schwarzenegger and Van Damme films in the '90s. That there always had to be that scene where they they said the title of the film and then they look in the camera. <laughs> it got real dramatic, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised. I don't recall that, but but then we don't get another one until 2002, and it's the sum of all fears. This time, Jack Ryan is played by our pal Ben, ben Affleck. Affleck. Yes. You know what? You're naming off all these movies. I'm not gonna lie to you. When I I've seen all these movies once. I've never seen it more than once. And 
No idea they were all in the same vein of the, the same, same universe. Character. The no same, idea they exist in the same universe. Because you don't think about that because they're played by different people. Yeah. They're years apart. Well, what it, what it, the way the titles work is almost like books. Like there are there are a series of books where are every books, single yes. well yeah but I mean like every, yeah like that's what it, that's what it's kind of played off as every single books has the same deal with the same character just a different adventure but the book is called something different. There's a lot of books that I like that have that same aspect. It's like the the blank chronicles or whatever the so and so chronicles and this is this book in that series. So and the last one, the fifth <clears throat> film, came out in 2014. And it was called Shadow Recruit. And Jack Ryan was played by Chris Pine. Yeah. I remember that movie. All now. still I didn't see I still haven't seen that. All the same characters. Still haven't seen all that. Tom Clancy's characters. And it's amazing, like, you didn't know that those were all the same. And a lot of people don't. And they're all good films. I've seen all of them at least once. Well, Some of them, like Hunt for Red October, is probably my favorite out of all of those. Just had several. Wasn't times. didn't they advertise as like Jack Ryan in Shadow Recruit or something like that? Whenever they did the advertising for that movie, because so they it, really wanted you to. Yeah, know. so they were like, <laughs> guys, it's the same fucking universe, guys. All these movies exist in the same fucking universe. Let's get, come on, get in your heads. So I really think like they missed the mark with that. I think, I think Jack Ryan could have been the American James Bond. Or I think or, I would have enjoyed those movies a lot more if they said Jack Ryan in blah blah blah. I just thought of another one. What about Jason Bourne? <clears throat> well, they all have the they all have the Bourne name in the title, so it's kind of yes. it's kind of you kind of know it all exists in the same. Yes. Then there was that fourth. There was that there, weird one where they had Jeremy one. Renner instead of Matt Damon. That was, was he, four. That was was four. he still playing Jason Bourne? I never saw that. I know I didn't I didn't bother seeing it honestly. Once you got rid of Matt Damon, like I love the Bourne trilogy, and I those movies were really fucking great. And then once like that story was basically done, and they're like, we're doing another Bourne, but it's a new guy, and it's like, I don't want to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I, I don't want to watch. I saw the first three, and then there was and, a, a fifth one with Matt yeah, Damon again. Never yeah, saw that Jason one Bourne. I think it's just called Jason Bourne. Okay. So Did you I see that one. I haven't seen it yet. I do want to see it because I love Matt Damon. I've loved him more now than I did then, but because he's done a lot of good shit lately. But I do love the Bourne series, and if Matt Damon's come back in the Bourne series, I'm I'm all about it. Just haven't had a chance to watch it. Most likely, I'll watch it when it comes on Netflix. I, I know I saw the original. Three, they were great. Um, Had some of the best car chase scenes I've ever seen in any spy or uh, covert movie or anything like that, or military intelligence type movie. So, the Born Identity came out in two thousand two. Then we had the then the Born Supremacy in oh four and the Ultimatum. The Born Ultimatum in oh seven. Those are the three I saw. Then there's a gap, and then the Born Legacy comes out in 2012, and that's the one with Jeremy Renner. I feel like that and I've never Jason seen the movie. Jason Born in 2016 with Matt Damon. I've never seen the Born Legacy, as I just said, but I feel like progression of the story would have to do something with the same project that Jason Bourne was involved in, like another spy that was involved in the same project he was involved in. So he's not playing. <laughs> That's Jason what. There's Bourne. no way he's playing Jason Bourne. No way. Like I'm, I'm almost positive. James Bond. I'm almost positive. I don't think because they only did three films, and because to be honest with you, the Bourne trilogy. Okay, Jeremy they, Renner's name in the movie is called Aaron Cross. Yeah. So I just looked it up on Internet Movie Database. The Bourne trilogy, the original trilogy that they did, they almost felt like one long story. With three consecutive movies, kind of like Star Wars was one long story, but they were three different spread out across three different movies. That's kind of how the original trilogy felt to me, at least, because they had a lot of lot of reoccurring characters, not just Matt Damon, but there was a lot of reoccurring actors that came in those movies that he had to deal with that were in the government. So, and you brought up the Jack Reacher film. Is there two of them? I don't rem. I don't know. I've See, never seen any I've of the never Jack. Seen, I know they were filmed in Pittsburgh, and I. I feel like there's more. Like, like the way they advertise it, and the way they're like Jack Reacher in blah, and I'm like, are there more of these movies I don't know about? Well, see, I get them confused with Mission Impossible. 
Because I've seen the Mission Impossible films. Listen. And I feel like that's also Tom Cruise. You can't have a Tom Cruise movie unless he's running or in a plane. Okay? That's a Tom Cruise movie in a nutshell. He's got to be in a plane and he's got to be running. And if that plane isn't crashing at some point, it's not. A, it's, Tom Cruise didn't sign off on that movie. Somebody else was made him do it. So... Yeah, the Mission Impossible movies are good, but... You know what? Haven't seen them in years. I only saw a uh, couple of the uh, first ones. I haven't seen any of the later ones. I saw like one and two, and that's like it. God, you know what we need to do? Mission Impossible night. Mission, no, we need to do a freaking Jack Ryan night. We need to do a Jason Bourne night. Then we need to do a Mission Impossible night. I would be all to, fucking into that. Like, like, those are films that we should just educate ourselves on. And decide which one of those characters should be the American James Bond. If you're listening to this show right now, send us an email. Send us a message on Facebook or Twitter. Let us know who do you think the American James Bond should be. Let's let's speculate that for a second. Okay. okay? We got Jack Reacher, like you said. We've got Jason Bourne. And then we've got... Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Okay. Those are like the basically the three candidates. Um, I don't feel like it could be Jason Bourne. And the reason why I don't feel like it could be Jason Bourne is because he's trying to get out of the game. He's not working for any government. He's working for himself. Like The whole story of Jason Bourne is he's trying to get away from the government, he's trying to get out of the game, and the government is hunting him down. So I feel like it would have to be Jack Ryan or Jack Reacher. And they both have Jack in the freaking name, which is kind of weird. You don't think Ethan Hunt from Mission Impossible? Maybe. Maybe Mission Impossible is like the... Well, the thing about Mission Impossible is, it's been it's five got, of those films. It's got by the, the way. face. It's got the face of Tom Cruise, but based on the title, you could almost do those movies. You could almost continue those movies and not have Tom Cruise in one of those. So movies. So I apparently suck. I haven't seen all of the Mission Impossibles. <laughs> I only thought there were three. There's five of them. Oh no, no, there's more. Like I knew there was more. I just looked it up. I've seen the original from '96, Mission Impossible. And then in 2000, Mission Impossible 2. I saw that one also. Mission Impossible 3 in 2006. Those are the three I've seen. In 2011, they had Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Yeah. And in 2015, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. I've never seen either of those two. I didn't watch I those either. I suck at this game, man. One of those ones was like the classic scene in the commercial where they had Tom Cruise and he was like attached to the side of a plane or whatever, because he was trying to get on a plane. It was taking off, so there was that epic scene where the plane's taken off and there's a dude attached to the side, and that's meant to be Tom Cruise's character. Like that was That's like a legend... Not I'm not going to say legendary, but that's like a very well-known scene in those ads. The reason why I don't feel like Mr. Possible could be like the American James Bond is because that's not one person. Like That's one actor, is what that is. Like You think of Mission Impossible, you think Tom Cruise. You don't think a character in the movie. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it could be it could be if like they called it blah blah in Mission Impossible in blah which would be a fucking mouthful. So there are two Jack Reacher films. <clears throat> there's the original Jack Reacher from 2012 and there's Jack Reacher Never Go Back from 2016. So I haven't seen either one of those, but <clears throat> he's not a secret agent per se. He's more of like a military, ex-military, like police type deal. Um, so I don't think that one. I, I wouldn't vote for him. It would have to be Jack Ryan then. It would have to be Jack Ryan. Because th- does Jack Ryan work for the government? Like is he, or or does Let's it, say he was a naval officer. Or, or is he it one of the, the CIA, I think. It seems like it's an, a very American thing for if you have somebody of that nature like in the Mission Impossibles and Jack Ryan and Jack Reacher and shit like that, that they reluctantly help the government when if like when they can and stuff like that. Like they don't want to be involved in the government. Like the government kind of coerces them to do it. They're not like, you know, for president and country, kind of like James Bond is like for queen and country. It's like, I don't want to do this, but we got some dirt on you. It's like, fucking hell, we got to do this shit. That's what it kind of seems like. It, you would have to have a character who is completely devoted to the country, to the nation, as James Bond. But I don't think that would be a believable character because there's so much distrust in in this country, like the way the government runs things. 
that for for there to be a character that's like you know, he's for you know president of the country he's you know all american he's all for our ideals and he's all for protecting the country at that point it's kind of like all right well he's unbelievable because the government's kind of bullshit so there's this there's this book series and that i i say read but i listen to him on audible and i think i have all the up-to-date series right now um <clears throat> can't remember what's called i'll have to look it up um but it's about this former military sniper who now works as he owns his own like security company like they provide security services uh for people and it's one of those kind of stories where it's like he got out of the game but he got brought back into the game because something happens and the government asks them to help him out just when you think you're out they pull you back in yeah and he goes on this like like this these covert operations in these books where it's like something happens where it's something personal like from his past he has to go deal with or the government's like listen we had an old friend from one of your spying days who got he we sent him on a mission and you know about this territory and can you come help us deal with it so like if they did something like that then maybe that would be like the american james bond but that would be the most believable one yeah. That sounds interesting. You don't remember what it's called? I just looked it up. And the, the, the series of books I'm talking about are like the Nathan McBride series. Nathan McBride. Which is kind of an American name. It's kind of like Nathan McBride in. And like the books are called, I think the first book is First to Kill. Is what it's called. Like here's the books, and I they're not in order because they're in my Audible app right now. And then I really I don't think they order them in, or I don't know how they order them. To be honest with you, I think it's alphabetical. But they go like this: it's like first to kill, forced to kill, option to kill, ready to kill, contract to kill. I love it. Like those those are the books. They get weirdly. The first two are pretty good. After that, every they're they're still good, but every now and then. You can tell, like, the author's, like, religious reflection in it, because every now and then Nathan McBride will bring up God. Every, so on, like... Like... In some... In, in part of a story, you come across this, like, long-lost sister that Nathan McBride has that he didn't know about, I think. And she's, like, working for another government, like, the Mexican government, because she's, like, Mexican or something like that. And he meets, like, his niece for the first time, because... Like, his, her mother, like, disappears, and, like, the whole thing is, like, you gotta save the mother because there's a plan being, you know, enacted or some bullshit like a that. A plan to kill! <laughs> yeah, it's something stupid like that. A podcast and... <laughs> to kill! <laughs> uh, um, but there's, there's this thing where it's, like, he has to be, like, a father figure to this girl, and every now and then she's, her, the voice, the person, the dude that does a voice is really good. He can't do female voices, though, when he's doing the audible shit. So, it sounds really weird, but she has, like, this, this thing where it's, like, she, like, her, she gets downtrodden, and like, like, I don't know how we're gonna do this. Oh, my God, I gotta, I love my mother. What if she's dead? And he has, to like, pep talk her sometimes. And when he pep talks her, he starts bringing up God into the situation. He really pushes it in that he's religious. And it's like, dude, I get it. You're religious. You want to make your character list. That's fine. You don't got to bring God up in every fucking conversation between you and this little girl. Like, it's basically like, oh, that, you know, you know, like, you know, you just got to have to, you know, believe in God or some shit like that. Or God will help you through this. You know, I always pray whenever I do this. It's, it's not like pushy religious, but it's one of those things where it's like, I get it. You're trying, you're, I know what you're trying to do, but you're not subtly doing it. So, other than that, though, the the books are not, they're, they're pretty good. They could be turned into movies, I think. But if they turned them into movies, imagine if they made all these something to kill films. They would and, have to change the names. But if they had different <coughs> actors playing the Nathan McBride character all the time. That could I mean, be that the was, American James Bond. Then. But that was my problem with the Jack Ryan character. I mean... I just wanted to see one character take the take the reins well, I think and everybody, make it his thing. I think everybody wants to see one character take the reins, but then you've got to deal with the outside fact of, guess what? These are movies. They're real-life people doing this, and they want money, and there are disagreements. And it's like with the Batman. It's like, remember the, remember the Batman shit that was going on? Freaking, we had Michael Keaton as Batman. Twice. Twice. 
And then we had what's his name? Val Fucking Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Then we had George Iceman. Clooney. Oh, don't it's even like, talk about George It's like how Clooney. many different people played Batman early on before which you made a good point. You made a good point. If it was just Batman, it'd be fine. But since it's Bruce Wayne, the Bruce Wayne's what bothered me. Yeah. Like when he's in a bow tie going to some art gallery for a fundraiser and I'm like that's a fucking doctor from ER. This fucking Iceman. <laughs> like, that's that's not fucking... Michael Keaton is my Bruce Wayne. I'm sorry. He's, I'm, he was great. He was Ma- great. Michael Keaton forever and forever he shall had the, be. He had that thing with Joker when he was Bruce Wayne in, oh, in the first gosh. movie when he's like... When he's uh, confronting Joker at Vicky Vale. Yes. Was it Vicky Vale's? Yeah, house. Yes. And... Did you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? And he, like, takes the, the freaking uh, fire poke and he just... Slams against the wall, like breaks him. It's like, yeah. you want to go? Let's go. And it, he, go, he goes a little nuts with it. But other than that, it's like, he was great. In those movies, I heard somebody time it before. In both movies, Batman is a least seen character in those movies. Like, even Bruce Wayne is one of the least seen characters. They focus so much on the side characters and the villains than they do on Batman. The villains are great. The villains maybe. Maybe Joker was great. Penguin was not. So I kind of like Danny DeVito as the Penguin. I yeah, like I like I like Danny DeVito. So campy. It was so campy and it, so comic booky. He strapped a missile in the back of the fucking Emperor Penguin and they waddled out of the. You Gotham know, I'm City not gonna Zoo. lie to you. It wasn't that. It was the fact that Tim Burton' uh, vision of it. His vision of it was the Penguin is a mutated man that has Penguin hands and he's this gross disgusting no he's a gang leader he's a gang that's what he was mm-hmm. all right he might have some political ambitions but he's a gang leader he wasn't some mutated outcast they tried to make you feel for the villain like no he's an evil man like that's who he needed to be i'm sorry he did a great job with the joker but the penguin just i i, I lost it with there it was really like uh like dick tracy-esque <clears throat> yes dick tracy like 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 each villain, even Joker, was fallen into the vat of acid or whatever. He was a mobster too, and then it transformed him. Which there Catwoman w- fell off the building, was brought back to life by the million cats licking her, which was kind of erotic. That was kind of yeah. <laughs> which shell Pfeiffer, oh baby. The Joker falling in the vat is a very staple in the origin of Joker because there was a comic book, I think it was a comic book, where they talk where they do the origins of the Joker, and he was like. Uh, he was like the Red Mask, and he wasn't the Red Mask, but the Red Mask had been many different people. And when he was doing a robbery, he was like a he was like a magician or something like that originally, and he had like a wife or whatever. And when he was he owed some money, and when he was doing this robbery, the Batman came and accidentally knocked the Red Mask into this vat of chemicals, and that made him go crazy and shit. And that's what how he became the Joker. So that's a staple. In the origins of Batman, but it didn't have to be that. I mean, look what uh, look what the Christopher <clears throat> Nolan did with yeah. Heath, Heath Ledger. You didn't have that with Heath, Heath Ledger. He had the deformed face with like the cut smile across his cheeks. But other than that, he was just a psychopathic. Heath Ledger villain. is the Joker. He is the Joker. Mark Hamill is the voice of the Joker, but Heath Ledger is like the definitive Joker for me. Like that's who he is. You are a Jack Nicholson. You like you're a Jack Nicholson guy. Absolutely. Jack Nicholson wasn't insane enough for me. He was great. He was great, mind you. He was fantastic. Yeah. He he didn't have that insanity. Like it felt like the Jack Nicholson Joker felt like it was crazy Joker, but it was Jack Nicholson trying to play crazy. The Heath Ledger Joker felt like this dude's fucking insane. Like, he don't, like, it doesn't matter. He's fucking nuts. Like, he's nutty as shit. It doesn't matter. Um, who was the new Joker? The, uh, the, 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 the name. I'm sorry? Oh, I was I zoned out. Actor that plays a new Joker. Oh, Jared Leto. Jared Leto's Joker, on the other hand. He's kind of a lowbrow Joker for me. We don't have a big, big enough sampling size. We, the jury is still out <laughs> on Jared Leto. I lie to you. Suicide Squad kind of gives me a big enough sampling size for the Joker because they they really pushed the Joker in a little bit in that movie, even though it wasn't about meant to be about the Joker. 
No, but they kind of over. I didn't care for the Suicide Squad. That was a, it was a disappointing. Film. I, nobody cared for the Suicide Squad. But it goes I down just, as like one of the worst. DC's got to step their game up, man. They got to step their game up. Did you know uh, Ben Affleck supposedly is not going to be doing the next Batman? Yeah, he's, still, direct, he's doing it. No, he's he said he's he said he might not. He said he's he's there. Apparently, it's come out like he said he's he was going to do it, but he said like he may not do it anymore. Last thing I heard, he was doing it. He was directing. This is like it. recent. This is like recent. I heard like, he was directing it. And yeah, he was playing Bruce Wayne. That's Batman. what it was supposed to be. But apparently, like it's not confirmed yet. But he said, "Yeah, I might not even fucking bother doing it. Like, I may not. I, I think maybe just like the scripts that are coming to him is like they don't. They're not good. Apparently, like I think that's the rumor that that because mm. he said he would only do the Batman if he had a good story to do it." Because he's not writing the Batman, he's just directing it. Right. Well, didn't he <laughs> but, just direct the film he's in now, the, the We Own the Night? I could be wrong on that. That film, We Own the Night. No idea. It's just coming out <clears throat> with uh, Zoe Saldana and him. And it's like, a, it's like a gangster movie, like a prohibition <laughs> film. I haven't seen it. I think I, I, I know what you're talking yeah. about. I, I have no, I don't remember. Knowing Ben Affleck, he's not in a... These days, he's not in a lot of movies that he doesn't direct himself. So, knowing him, I could see him directing. He's a great director. He had a kind of a renaissance with his career. Like, the movie Argo, which I thought was fantastic. Oh, yeah. He, didn't he write and direct that? Yeah, he did, yeah I, I think... And, he, I know he directed it. I think he wrote it, too. Uh, it was great. And, I mean, he and, and Matt Damon, who comes full circle, they wrote and directed Goodwill Hunting together, however many years ago that was. Ever since then... Ben Affleck just kind of jumped into the universe of, like, playing whatever film he can, you know? Yeah. But so now he's kind of gotten back into the writing and directing game, which I think is good. It's one of those things, and I could be wrong, but I feel like I don't see Ben Affleck in as much things as I used to see him in. And it's kind of hit a point where I feel like he he's not in a lot, but what he is in is great. For a while there, he was in a lot, and it was a lot of shit. Yeah. Like he well, was in that's everything. what you have to do when you're in your early in your career. You got to do a lot of shit mm-hmm. to get there. So, but now it's like he, I, I really like him as an actor. Yeah. I, I do. I think he's Batman v Superman. It was a good movie that lasted too long. They needed to cut a lot of that shit out. So I would I would love to see what he does with the Batman, but there's a chance he might just act in it. He might not direct it because there aren't any good scripts coming to him. So. Best thing that ever came out of Batman Forever was the song "Kiss from a Rose" by Seal. <laughs> Other than that, the movie was very forgettable. And then we don't even want to talk about George Clooney's Batman. Like George Clooney is a great actor. I like him as an actor. But at that point, what had he done? ER. He was good in ER. He was popular in ER. Women loved him, so they cast him as fucking Batman. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> you know what I want to see in a Batman movie? A good portrayal of Robin. I want to see a good portrayal of Robin. I like Joseph Gordon-Levitt's portrayal, even as brief as it was. Yeah, he. I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and that's in, it was an interesting take. But it seems like the new DC universe that they're doing when this, for the movies seems to try to be doing it more classic. To the really? comic I series, you were gonna get Nightwing before you got Robin again. Here's the thing, based on the timeline, I think Nightwing does exist in the current timeline, but there still is a Robin. There still is supposed to be Robin. There were is three. Super there were three Robin, Robins. Though? There were three Robins. Dick Grayson. Okay, and then there was the one that became the Red Skull. Right. And, and then, then there's Batman's the... adopted son, right? Or Bruce. There was Wayne's another son. one. There was another one. The one that actually like referred to Bruce as dad, little young, like fourteen years old. I I could I don't be. Think, I don't think it was his own son. Maybe it was. You know what? It maybe it was. Maybe well, it, no. Oh. Here's the thing. I I get so confused with my Batman knowledge oh my God, only because it's so hard. There's so many different ones. Like I recently watched a Batman animated movie called The Son of Batman. It's on Netflix, yeah. and it's about Talia and her son. Who is Bruce Wayne's son? You've got it right there. Exactly. Have you have you watched it? No. It's about Bruce Wayne's son. That motherfucker becomes Robin in the end. Yeah. He becomes Robin in the that's, end. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. 
That's not the one I'm talk. That's not the one I'm talking about. So if if that is true to the canon of the comics, then there will be. I think there would be four Robins. It's, then it's uh, Raz Raj Al Ghul's daughter grandson. 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 Bangs Bruce Wayne, which come on Talia. That's why I said Talia Al Ghul. That's her name. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, I, I haven't watched it yet. I have. It's DVD a good right watch. Here. It's a good watch. You should watch There's it. There's a new. You the, can watch it. I think you can watch it with your kids too. Like, did you, well, yeah. But did you see the trailer for the Noon Tea Titans? No. Wait, the live action? No, it's animated. No. Okay, that's fine with me but too. But it's not the Teen Titans. Go. Is it the one where they fight the Justice League? Yes. Yes. I did see that one. I want to so watch it so fucking much. It looks so good. They got It's it's with fucking uh, uh, Bruce Wayne's son as this Robin. One. Yeah, that one. This one. That that's one. The one I'm talking so he's about. a fourth. He's got to be the fourth Robin. Then. Okay. He's got to be the fourth Robin. Then he he's got to be a new but Robin. He's young. He's got to be yeah. He's got to be a new Robin, like brand new. Like that's what that's what it is. It's got to be. Yeah, I want to see that fucking the movie trailer, so bad. The trailer. It looks like. I'm not sure who the villain was because I was unfamiliar it's, it's with him. It's it's Raven's father. It's Raven's father. Oh. It's he he he's My, coming. Mind washes the justice. Yeah, League. he might. He's because he wants to come out to uh, our world. It's Raven's father, like not the devil, but like the leader of his dimension. Who's uh-huh. basically he's basically like the devil. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, I think it's Raven's father. Okay, that could be. But because he like brainwashes the Justice League. Yeah, they have to. F- they have to like fight. I, I love the one scene, and I'm par- I've only watched the trailer like briefly, but I was very excited for it. But the one scene, like the the Teen Titans are fighting the Justice League, and and it's like the one character says, "How are we supposed to defeat?" I think that's Beast Boy. Beast Boy says it. Yeah. How are we supposed to defeat Superman? And Rava goes. I- I know what to do. He's like, I think my dad's got something. <laughs> I love that little. I love that little tidbit. I love that. But it looks really interesting. I want to see that so badly. <laughs> They're doing Justice League Dark, which is like another movie. I don't I have no knowledge of what it's about, but it has to do with like Constantine and some like demon ghostly shit going on. It looks really interesting too. But <clears throat> the one you're talking about. Who are the what's the Justice League roster there? Because it's not the original like you know like you see Batman, Flash. you see Superman, you see but you Flash, know you, you see Wonder Woman. But you know the original Justice League rosters like Superman, Batman, Flash, Wonder Woman, and Aquaman, Aquaman and that's like it. Now it's like Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, uh, <clears throat> Flash, and those are like the four staples. Other than that, it could it could vary because like Aquaman now is like. Aquaman, like leader of Atlantis, Aquaman, mm-hmm. kind of. So he may or may not be part of it. Cyborg is part of it, which he was originally a member of the Teen Titans. Which he is in the animated one. They show him as a Teen Titan, I think. No, he's he's a Justice League he's member. He's a Justice League in that? No, because this is what's weird, because I don't know what this character is. There's Cyborg and the Teen Titans, then there's another cybernetic younger kid as like the Cyborg version in Teen Titans. Cyborg is a member of the Justice League now. And you see that at the end. He's like of, blue. He's like blue or something. You see that at the end of, which was it when they give us the the teaser for the Justice League, the live action one. It was Batman v Superman. Batman v Superman. You he's he's it, gonna be in it, there. Was it Michael B. Jordan? Yeah, I feel like it was Michael <laughs> yeah. B. Jordan. They put him in everything. He, he should be in everything. He's so talented. Yeah. I don't. And know then if it was, was the him. dude that invented Cyrus. Yes, Cyrus. And he's like strapped the thing, like freaking out. I'm like, oh, that's gonna be Cyborg, motherfucker. I know because he's black. (laughs) (laughs) He's black and he's got wires coming out of him. That makes him Cyborg. I guess it could be the Black Lantern. What was his name? No, the Black Green Lantern. Excuse me. Black Lantern. John Stewart. John Stewart. Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was my favorite. I liked him better than Hal Jordan, actually. There is supposedly a Green Lantern movie coming out called Green Lantern Corps, which is supposed to have both John Stewart and. Hal Jordan in it as Green Lantern. It's like basically what it is is, from what I understand, Hal Jordan takes John Stewart under his wing, and it's uh, from what I've heard the description of it is, it's supposed to be like a buddy cop movie in space, where it's like they're trying to solve something going on in in space. Like the Green Lanterns are coming to the DC universe. You know that would have been a good way to for DC. To kind of fix the mistake they had with Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern. Because that movie was a flaming turd. But you could have done the very next film this way. 
with Ryan Reynolds as the Hal Jordan character and introduce your John Stewart character yeah. then. And that would have been like, yeah, we know, this sucked. But here, we're going to make it better. Because imagine Ryan Reynolds in a buddy cop film. Yeah. It'd be fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah, it'd be great. Like, yeah, fucking like... Well, they did that a little bit. Remember, he was in, he was in the... Um, the the afterlife movie where they were like he he oh yeah with jeff movie? bridges yeah and he, they, yeah. they were they were already they were, kind of buddy cop and film, that was yeah. not a great movie so I, I, yeah it didn't look good yeah so I, they kind of i would that. love to do that but this is what i would do i would still want ryan reynolds to play <laughs> hal jordan but i would want kevin hart <laughs> <laughs> i would want kevin tall enough for that? no it's great it's great let it go like it, right. just please let it be Imagine those two in a buddy cop film as buddy cop superheroes. I think they should <laughs> that would do. Be great. I think they should do that, but not in like the timeline of what they're doing now. Like, let that be like an alternate oh, version. Of oh, it. believe me, I think Ryan Reynolds has burned every bridge he ever had with DC. He doesn't when care he, though, because when, when he did Deadpool, Deadpool is his favorite superhero ever. He doesn't give a shit, and they're doing a Deadpool too because that oh, made buckets made, of money. It made lots of money, <laughs> so he doesn't give a shit about that but <clears throat> to think the problem with dc and we've said it before they're rushing everything to try to catch up to marvel yeah that's what they're trying to do so like for example we've talked about before batman v superman has spoilers the death of superman in the end when he fights what's his name can't remember death his fucking stroke. name what deathstroke no deathstroke is a batman villain yeah I'm talking about Superman. What's the guy's name? The big Um, monster. Doomsday. Like, they rushed in the death of Superman with Doomsday. They rushed in... I agree with that. They rushed in the whole um, Suicide Squad with with Joker. They rushed in... They they rushed a lot. They're just trying to catch up. They're rushing the Justice League movie. The Justice League movie should not be happening right now. They rushed the introduction of all the other superheroes, okay? They should have done their... They should Origins. have marveled, yes, the origin movies, then do the fucking Justice League movie. But they're rushing it. Justice League should not be happening right now. I can't wait for it. I want to watch it. But, for whatever reason, they pegged Bruce Wayne as the fucking... Um, uh, Nick Fury character, and he's going around recruiting all the fucking events. No! Like, that's not... No! What What they should have done... What they should have done to to form the Justice League was not have Bruce Wayne go around gathering all these characters to try to fight a thing. What it should have been was... It should have been some global threat... Yes that they all just conveniently come across and they have to all combat and they figure out we work better as a team. Let's form a league. A justice league. So that's what it should have been, but they're rushing, they're rushing, and it's going and DC wonders, they wonder why aren't our movies working? Why aren't we working? Okay, take a look at Marvel's uh, progress okay they started slow they're speeding up a little bit now but they started slow and they're still like they just introduced doctor strange they gave him his own standalone movie and in the after credits you see a scene where he's joining the rest of the universe it's still his own standalone movie it's got nothing to do with anything else they make mentions of it but it's still his own movie so dc needs to just pump the brakes a little bit and slow down Well, here's what I want to know. While this is taking place with Bruce Wayne putting together the Justice League, is Lex Luthor putting together the Legion of Doom? That'd be amazing. <laughs> like, it That'd has be to fucking happen. awesome. Are they going to be down in the Louisiana Bayou? Meanwhile, <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the headquarters of Legion of Doom. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, Adam. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, too. But it's going to suck. Oh, it's gonna. I be mean, there. get your get your head get your head right because it's not. DC has shown me nothing to to think that they're. I don't even know who the villain's gonna be in Justice League. Who's the villain gonna be? I don't even know. Like, there's no clues so far. At least I could tell who the villain is gonna be in Justice League. Granted, I'm a more Marvel character than I am DC, but who the fuck is the villain gonna be in Justice League? I have no idea. All I want, ha- DC, can you hint it to us without just showing us? All I want is 
for DC to give us something like Marvel does. It doesn't have to be like Deadpool nominated for Academy Awards, which we're not even going to open that can of worms on the podcast because we'll be here all night. But be entertaining. Be like be like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's so fucking fun. Dude, the second trailer... It's so fun. <laughs> the second trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy is better than the entire Suicide Squad movie. Okay? Well, it's if, just it's just you're you love it. Like it's so the word I can't I can't get another word because it's perfect. It's fun. It is. It is so fun. And but when you're done, couldn't you're like, tell you couldn't tell you who the villain's the villain name in the first movie, and I don't care because the movie was still fun. I mean the acting had some corny parts of it. The, but it worked. The, the weird story, like it's very comic booky at times, campy even, but fun. I keep using that word because there's no other word to describe it. It's just a movie that, that you'll put on and you'll just enjoy it. All I want is DC. DC doesn't have to put out an amazing film. They just need to entertain us. You know what they need to do? They need to find people that can have fun with it. I feel like... When you make a Marvel movie, it seems like the people that work on the Marvel movie, they're all having fun with it. They all seem to enjoy the characters. They all seem to enjoy the story. They all just seem to enjoy the process of doing it. And that's what makes a good movie. I feel like when it comes to DC, it seems like just the feeling of it is everybody's just just pushing through because they have to. It's like shoveling snow. They just they have to get it done. And they're just pushing through and it's a struggle the whole time. Like, make the fucking movie fun. Did, did you like Dark Knight? I, I did like The Dark Knight. I did too. And I don't think I've liked anything from DC since then. And that was what year? 2008? That was a while ago. That was yeah. a long time ago. Like, come on. Dark Knight was good. Dark Knight Rises wasn't even that good. It wasn't great. It's still enjoyable, though. Yeah. It's still better than what they've been putting out so far. <clears throat> I, I like Dark Knight Rises better because... It was filmed in Pittsburgh, and they did that cute little scene with the Steelers. Yeah. And, uh, I loved that. But somebody who doesn't care so much, yeah, it's kind of an average movie. But I like Dark Knight a lot. Here's an idea. They rushed fucking Suicide Squad. Maybe instead of rushing Suicide Squad, you introduce the fucking universe, and you introduce some of these other characters, and then it's like, once they get all captured by the superheroes, it's like... You, you know, it's like a nod to the fans. Like, fans are going to be like, oh my god, they captured him. I guarantee they're going to do a Suicide Squad. But no, they rushed Suicide Squad. It's like, maybe when Batman catches Will Smith's, uh, uh, death, or not Deathstroke, uh, Deadshot. Deadshot. When Batman, in like a Batman standalone movie, let's say Will Smith makes a cameo appearance as Deadshot and does the whole scene where like, you know, Batman catches Deadshot and then you know, gets put in jail and you don't see Deadshot for the rest of the movie, then fans would be like, oh my god, we didn't see Will Smith's Deadshot forever. Are they going to do Suicide Squad? Like, it would just be like... You know how much they would have to pay Will Smith to do a small part like that? Just a cameo. Like, come a on. Come money. on. But you know what? It, but it would work. It would work. You know what I'm saying? Maybe don't get fucking Will Smith to do it then, so... Have the mask on him the whole time like it's fucking supposed to be. Well, that, yeah, too. That, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Then people maybe don't like, maybe don't fucking have bullshit. That ain't Will Smith. Maybe, maybe fucking have him... That's fucking Forrest Whitaker. Not, gr- not fucking... <laughs> fucking Wesley Snipes are gonna have Maybe not having walking around buying presents for his kid when Batman catches him. Maybe just, you know, have him doing some job and Batman catches him or some shit. You know what I'm saying? I just tease us a little bit. Like, Marvel does this thing where they tease you a little bit. They tease you a little bit. Like, it's been announced. Peter Dinklage is going to be joining the Marvel Universe. But nobody's telling you who he's going to be. So now the freaking internet's going crazy. Like, okay, Peter Dinklage is a dwarf. Okay? He's a little person. He's a little yeah, person. He's a little person, yes. Whatever. He's a little person. Who's he going to be in the universe now? Like, now they have to go down the line. These are all the short people in the universe that are either superheroes or supervillains. Who can he be in the universe? Like, now people are just going down the fucking line. Like, he's going to be this or he's going to be this. They just teased him a little bit. <clears throat> I don't know. DC needs to look at what Marvel's doing and be like, let's, let's, I think, you know what I think it is? I think DC's just worried about copying Marvel. 
so that if they do a good movie that seems a little Marvelized, then people are just going to say, see, the, see, that's just like a Marvel movie. You know, I think they're trying to do their own thing, but their own thing isn't working. You know what DC needs to do? What? Somehow, some way, get out of their contract with Warner Brothers. Yes. And go to the Walt Disney Corporation where they can do it the right way. Just saying. Have they disappointed us, Adam? No, they haven't disappointed us. Um, they do it right. They have the fun. They, they, have, they have the tools. They have the talent. It's Miller time. It's one of those things where if, if it did go that, I wouldn't be unhappy about it. The only concern that I would have is then we've got two superhero franchises, two superhero companies that are under the same roof. I would worry that now the DC movies would be just like Marvel movies. And that's how they try to write them. <clears throat> and then it'd be like, okay, then people would confuse them. Like, okay, isn't this, is this a DC movie or a Marvel movie? And it's like... Crossover with, like, Batman <laughs> hanging out with Spider-Man. Yeah, and then, I, like, I think it needs... DC needs to have its own flavor. It doesn't need to be like Marvel. Just kind of look at what Marvel's doing and take notes is what I want them to do. Well... People said the same thing about J.J. Abrams when he rebooted the Star Trek movies, and then they turned Disney turned around and got him to reboot the Star Wars. If you watch, first of all, if you watch Star Wars, it's amazing. The opening credits has the Lucasfilm logo, then the Bad Robot logo, then the Walt Disney Castle logo, and I'm like, seriously? Like everybody's got their names on it. But if you you see. Bad Robot, that's J.J. Uh, Abrams' production company. Yeah. They have it on Star Trek and Star Wars. And the world didn't end. He could, I mean, he, he stepped back from directing Star Trek. But he's still got his fingerprints on that but that's franchise. More, I think that's more J.J. than it is Disney. Like, I think J.J. would understand that these got to feel like two different things. Um, to be honest with you, I think Ben Affleck should just direct the whole DC universe. To be honest with you, like I feel like that that that's what DC should do. Give Ben Affleck the reins to direct those movies, because he's a great director. And I feel like if you gave him ultimate control of like the script and the way it should run, you would get good movies out of it. Because I feel like I feel like he's passionate enough about it. I think he likes I think he likes Batman. I think he I think he likes that universe. So. Well, what happened with? I like Christopher Nolan. I think Christopher Nolan is good. Why was it Zack Snyder who was doing it? Because I don't care for Zack Snyder's films. He's and doing Justice League. Why? Like what? What made Warner Brothers choose Zack Snyder? Why'd they tap him? Why couldn't they get Christopher Nolan to do it anymore? I mean, I understand. Maybe Nolan didn't want to. He do, did maybe it. He, didn't he did want it. To. He wanted to end the Dark Knight saga. He wanted to do it and be done. And he did his three films in that trilogy, and that's a standalone trilogy, and that's that. But if the price is right, Adam, you can throw enough green bills at somebody. Listen, not everybody has Disney money. So <laughs> again, that takes me back to my original point. All right, so. That about does it, Adam. Yes, it does. Adam, good show, good show. Let's give a shout-out to our beer of the show. Stone Church Pizza House and Brew Pub of Hermitage, Pennsylvania. <clears throat> the Salmon Swim Up Stream Dance. The Salome's Dance. Good good shit. It is good. It is, good it's shit. a good beer. Yes. Um, so if you would like to reach for your distraction, you can <laughs> shoot us an email. At foryourdistraction at gmail.com. You can also find us on our social media avenues. We're on Facebook. You can search for For Your Distraction, like our page. We post all kinds of great stuff, links to our shows, funny video clips, funny photos. It's a good page to, to keep up with. We're also on Twitter. You can search for For Your Distraction on there and follow us on there. Or you can tweet us at podcastfyd. You can listen to our show. We are on SoundCloud. You can listen to us on SoundCloud or on iTunes. If you go on iTunes, you can rate us, give us a cool little description. It's a good place to listen to us there. 
We are also a member of the Be Real Podcasting Network. That is B R E E L. Be Real. It's a great, great source. They have all kinds of good shows on there. Definitely get on there and check it out. Um, we are also on back to Twitter. We are a member of the Podern family. So if you search for Podern family on Twitter, there's all kinds of great shows on there. You can follow them. Great stuff. Great stuff, Adam. Yes. Uh, we are also on Snapchat. You can search for For Your Distract. For your distraction. For your distraction. For your distraction. That's where my head's at. On Snapchat and on Periscope. Head on over to Periscope. Search for For Your Distraction on there. You can follow us on there. That's that's about it. Yeah. 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 So. Tell us who your favorite Batman is. Michael Keaton. That's what I want to know. That hesitation. Michael Keaton. Not even, not even a second thought. What about you? Probably go Mike. You know what? I might either go Michael Keaton or Adam West. Oh. You forget about Adam West? No, I didn't forget he, about he him. Was, he was Batman too, so he was. I didn't. I think. I think I might just like him because he's Adam West, and like it was so campy and funny, and it was supposed to be campy and funny. So. I'm glad you didn't say Lego Batman. No. Well, the dude that does a voice for Lego Batman did the voice for the 90s Batman cartoon, so that voice is amazing. Like, that is Batman for me sometimes, because he does he does all the animated. No, I don't want to say all the Who animated. Fuck, Look it up, look it up. I've seen the trailer for it, but I can't think of who does the voice for Batman. Is it the same Batman from Lego Movie? <clears throat> Let me see. Lego... Batman movie. Uh, Google, I love you so much for auto-completing it. No, it's not. Um, that would be Will Arnett. He's apparently doing the... Will Arnett? Oh, Saturday Night Live, <coughs> right? Yeah, among other things. Um, let me see if I can find the name of the other guy. Kevin Conroy. <coughs> Kevin Conroy. He's got an amazing Batman voice. Who'd Kevin Conroy do? Batman. When? Which one? The night, like you know, like the early Batman animated oh, okay. series, the night it was like that came in like Saturday morning cartoons and stuff, like on Fox. Like I can picture it. Yes. Like yeah, that's he cool did, he did that one, and he did the I think he did the voice for the Batman in like the the recent video games, the Arkham games. So he's he is like definitively the voice of Batman for me. Hmm. Well. Go ahead and send us an email or contact us on social media. Let us know who your favorite Batman was, favorite actor to portray him. Um, who's your favorite villain? I could be, like, boring and say the Joker. I guess that's what I would that's, probably say, the that's, Joker. That's so. the right answer. It is, it's the right answer. It's also, like, the only answer everybody gives. It's the right answer. Because what it's... other DC villains besides, like, Lex Luthor do people say? And Lex Luthor, he's just nothing but like a conservative guy who gets really bored and is like, I want to do something villainous. It's Donald Trump when he takes his toupee off. There you go again. <laughs> there you go again, bringing politics into it. Well, Adam, I think we're going to wrap the show up. Yeah. So it's time to give that 90s dramatic a podcast to kill.